All right, everybody, and welcome back to Spiritual Sticky Notes, where I share the things that stuck with me throughout the week. This week, we're doing something different. I wanted to try something, and I'm just going to actually go through my study with you guys out loud. So there won't be any notes. It'll be my reactions as I read, my prayer as I go through the process. But I wanted to see if I could be a little bit more authentic and genuine. I think sometimes when I'm reading off the paper, things just don't flow the way I want it to. And I really just want you to hear what I hear when God speaks to me, because the reality is he speaks differently every day. So I hope this blesses you. I hope you get something from it. But most importantly, I hope God speaks to you today. And I hope you know that he loves you no matter what. All right. So stay tuned for more. everybody. So our scripture for today is Psalms 34 verses 17 and 18. So I always start with what I'm supposed to read and then usually I work backwards. So it says the Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. So I love this because it it shows me that God does hear his people. He does stay close to us. He's there for us when when all things are kind of falling apart. But I immediately, I know it's not always that simple, right? So I want to go back a little bit and I'm going to go back. I don't know. Let's go back to 15. So it says, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help. But God turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. So this is one of those examples where we're like, oh, but God, um, he's going to hear us. He's going to hear our cries. But the reality is there are some stipulations. It's conditional. Does he hear us all? Yes. But is he going to rescue us all? No. It says it right there. It says his ears are open to their cries for help. And who is they? The Lord watches over those who do right. So as we do right, as we realign ourselves with the Lord, that's when he hears our cries. That's when he does things. But he turns his face against us who do evil. And I say us because we all do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. And I'm I'm going to go back some more. Does So 12, it says, does anyone want to live a life that is good, long and prosperous? So do we want to live a long, fulfilled life? Do we want to have a life that we feel like we've accomplished things, right? Then keep your tongue from speaking evil. So that's not even doing evil. That's not actions. That's just your mouth is evil. The things you say out of your mouth are evil. And your lips from telling lies. I think, man, that's good. Because the lies that come out of our mouth and the things that we say are just as powerful, if not more powerful than the things that we do. You know, they say that the... The power of life and death lies in the tongue. 
But what if life and death isn't what we speak over ourselves, but rather what we speak over other people? Our life is dependent on how we interact, the words that we release over people, the things that we say over people, the the things that we tell to people that are not true. Like I know in my younger years, like I struggled with lying. And even now I have times where I just, I don't want to tell the truth. And it's not because, you know, I want to physically hurt people, but because, you know, I fear the way other people will see me, how people will see me if I tell the whole truth, if I tell them everything. Now, the we don't need to take everything to our brothers and sisters. So there's some things we just need to withhold or say, I can't tell you that, or I'm not in a position where I can be honest with you right now. But when we blatantly withhold truth or don't share truth or mislead people or put people in situations where they feel like they know you, but they don't really know you, then we've automatically taken time from our lives. We've automatically taken prosperity from our hearts because we're speaking negativity. We're speaking evil into the world. Now, the the good thing in this is It says, turn away from evil and do good, search for peace and work to maintain it. There's always an opportunity to turn away. There's always an opportunity to go back. There's always an opportunity to do better. There's there's always a chance. If we're still here, if we're still breathing, if our mouth is still open, there's still an opportunity to turn away. And it says, search for peace and work to maintain it. So it's almost like, when we speak negativity out of our mouths, it's not even because we won't speak it in a way where like we want to hurt people. But we sow this spiritual discord where we sow confusion, we sow stress into people's lives. I think that's one thing that I'm still dealing with. Like, I don't necessarily sow discord in the situations, but I have a a not very healthy way of adding stress to other people's lives. And the worst thing that I want to do, or the one thing I don't want to do is continuously to be a stressor. Because in my eye, that's adding evil because God doesn't put stress on us. God doesn't put weight on us. So if I'm adding weight to people, I'm doing the opposite of God would wants me to do. He said to carry the burdens of our brothers and sisters. He said to do those positive things. So if I'm not carrying the burdens of my brothers and sisters, but rather I'm putting burdens on them, I'm putting a heavier load on them because I'm putting my own insecurities on them. I'm failing my brothers and sisters. Therefore, I'm not doing what God wants me to do. So we went all the way back to 12. And, you know, I like to live in reverse a little bit when it comes to the scripture, because I need to know how we got to 17 and 18. So if we go back to eight, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord and his godly people for those who fear him will have all they need. So to me, that says, if I don't have what I need. I am not putting my trust in him. I'm not putting my hope in him. I don't fear him. I'm allowing myself and my fear of the world, my fear of man, my fear of not being enough, my fear of not having what I need. I'm allowing that to drive my decisions in my life. 
So then it says, even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those in the those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. So that to me, that says there are people in this world who are literally great people. They have all these amazing things, but even they will struggle because they don't put their trust in the Lord. Even they will not have everything that they need. And, and it's not just um, hungering or lacking for, for physical things. It's emotional. It's spiritual. A lot of times when we feel this desire, when we have a lack, it's, it's not a financial lack. It's a lack of hope. It's a lack of joy. It's a lack of peace. It's a lack of things because we're not putting our trust in him. So it says, oh, come my children and listen to me. I will teach you to fear the Lord. So we went from tasting and see that he's good. We need to experience him. And then he says, even after we experience him, we have to listen to him. So it's like building on our faith. Yeah, we've experienced him. I, I, I think I can say I've experienced him and I've heard him. But am I listening to him? I've heard his word. I, I've, I've obviously read it. But am I listening to it? The difference between hearing and listening, and I, I think I talked about this a couple weeks weeks ago, is that when we hear, it's there. It's in our ears. We make note of it and we move on. But when we listen, we cat we we catalog it in our mind. <clears throat> And when we catalog things in our minds, then we automatically can go back to that and replay it. So if I'm struggling and I'm lacking, it's because I'm not replaying the promises and the things of God in my mind. It's because I'm not trusting in the history that I already have with the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to work my way on back and I'm going to go to one and then I'm going to pray. I'm going to read one all the way down and then I'm going to pray and we're going to be done. But it says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. Okay, so this is this is great. This is praises, right? Praises to our king, praises to who truly makes us who we are, who constantly loves on us, even when we don't deserve love, God. So it says, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles for the angel. The Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. So this is David's testimony. He's like, hey, I did it. I prayed. He heard me. Now you need to taste and see. Now you need to trust in him. Now you need to stop your evil ways. Now stop lying. Now stop cheating. Now look for peace. So you got to stop and then look. Okay. It's like crossing the street. Stop, look, listen to his word, and then step out on faith. 
the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. So he's like, hey, I have the testimony. I've been doing right. Now, David didn't always do right. No, you were. But he turned from his ways. So as we turn from our ways, he will hear us when we call for help. He will rescue us from our troubles. He will be close to us when our heart is broken because we've walked away from things that were worldly because we're moving to him. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to rescue each time for the Lord protects the bones of the righteous. Not one of them is broken. Calamity will surely overtake the wicked and those who hate the righteous will be punished. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. So that's the whole Psalms 34. That's a good word. I'm going to pray and then we will be done. So, Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you for this opportunity just to to learn and, and hear your word, God. I thank you for having people around us, for giving us people around us who have a testimony, who have joy, who have hope, God, because in them we can see that you have a history. You have a track record of saving souls and saving lives, God. So, God, today I just ask that you help us to turn away from our evil ways, God. Put a desire in our heart to speak only the things that you would have to us to speak, to speak life and not death, to speak truth and not lies, God. I claim that we are true speakers today. I claim that we are lovers and not haters, that we are hopeful and we are not stressed, God. I claim that even right now, God, that we are crying out to you with true trust and fear of you, God. And that as we cry out, God, you said that you would take care of us. You said that you would watch over us. You said that you would heal us, God. So God, in this season, we just ask that you continue to hear us as we cry out, as we turn from our ways, God. I just thank you for hearing our cries, hearing our thoughts, hearing our minds, and pushing us into the place that you called us to be in, God. We bless you. We thank you. We love you. And it's in your son Jesus' name we pray and ask all these things. Amen.